Welcome to the Marlborough Monday Espresso podcast. It is the 1st of August today. I've been away for a week and I've come home to what looks like some disappointing news. We've got in the US a GDP decline of 0.9%. We've got a 75 basis point rate hike. We've got companies missing their earnings estimates and we've got record high inflation. And yet despite that, we've got a market that performed really strongly. Nathan, help me out here. What's going on? Yeah, this is a classic example of bad news equals good news. But it's actually not that it's bad news, it's that the bad news is less bad. So let me talk through that. So if we look at the S&P for last week, it was up 4%. And if we look at the moves for July, they're up 9%. So some really strong moves. And this is despite the fact, as Sheldon mentioned, that we have some bad news coming out. A good example of that would be the central bank in the US raised interest rates by three quarters of a percent last week. That's a big interest rate rise. And of course, it's the second time in a row that they've done that. Exactly. And the market was considering the fact that the Fed may increase interest rates by 1%. Because they didn't do 1% and they did 75, it was bad news, but it was less bad and the market liked that. But they also liked the accompanying statement from the central bank, which said that they were less likely to increase interest rates at the same pace going forward. It's all data dependent, but there's good news within the bad news. And the same with the economy. We saw the economy shrinking by 0.9% or the economy contracting, but actually contracting less than people expected. So all that news that's been baked in, that bad news that's been baked into equity market prices, markets are now starting to reprice the fact that the news isn't as bad. So that's great. Most of what you're saying is on the US perspective. The UK last week, perhaps less strong. The UK market only up about 2%, up about 3 3.5% for the month, but still remaining pretty much the only major market that is in positive territory for the year to date. Now we've spoken about that a couple of times, the structural makeup of the UK market, the weakness of sterling that's providing a tailwind for UK equities, but still a decent week for equities last week in the UK. On the emerging market side, though, things were flat and China really was a standout weak market. Scott's on the line. Scott, take us through what's going on in China. Yeah, so there's been quite a few movements around the property sector this week. So we had Evergrande missed their self-imposed deadline for announcing the restructure. There's now suggestion that it might be delayed until October before a plan's released. And it does suggest that there's quite a disagreement between the major creditors on a resolution there. We've also seen the boycott of mortgage payments. So there's over 320 residential projects across 95 cities that have stopped making the mortgage payments. So this process is slightly different because their mortgage payments start when construction begins and their aim is to try and get this construction moving. So what are the central bank doing? They've suggested to mobilise $148 billion equivalent of loans to help these stalled property developments and really trying to end this downturn. Okay, so some policy moves to try and stimulate things, but really no immediate resolution in sight there. So perhaps a difficult period to carry on for some time. Something else to speak about is, well, the heat wave that we saw. That's really put the focus on climate change in recent weeks. Now, Nathan, you mentioned earlier to me a deal in the US. Yeah, so we've seen some really positive news coming out of the US. So they're looking to unlock $370 billion of investment for renewable energy, energy security, and climate-focused initiatives. So I think a lot of people will welcome that, 
given what's happening on the climate front, and much of this investment is needed, as we all know. Sure. Now, the challenge for us really as investors is to find opportunities where those initiatives can be monetized correctly. ESG remains, has always been a strong part of our investment process. And we continue to look for managers who themselves then have ESG processes that can find, as I say, these opportunities. Looking at the week ahead, a busy week. We've got quite a few Fed speakers, and that might give some clues as to what the Fed is thinking going forward. As noted, Chairman Powell of the Fed, he indicated that perhaps the pace of rate hikes might not need to be as steep as previously feared. We've also got the Bank of England meeting this week and a probable rate hike here as well. And then we get jobs news. As we know, the jobs market has been especially strong in recent months. We'll wait and see the latest figures. And of course, we're about halfway through earnings season in the US. We had some strong earnings numbers last week from some of the tech companies, and we'll see what this week brings. Anyway, as always, a busy week, lots going on, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.